So do you want to start now and just leave it? Or do you want to go back on? I don't know. It probably will. Oh, he's here. Thanks, Lauren. Okay, bye. Um, can you just put it up like a degree or two, Brandon, so it doesn't go back on here? Thank you so much. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you, Brandon. Appreciate you. <laughs> I'm going to ask for a raise for you. Not, not promising you're going to get it, but I'll ask. <laughs> 55. All right. Um, cool. So you're ready. Uh, let's see. Elevator music. Elevator. Uh, I'm First of all, I'm not nervous. <laughs> I'm planning this out in my head. So leave me alone, Diana. Your cup over. What? Don't spill your cup over. Don't you spill my cup. <laughs> my hands are, are right here. My cup holder's right here. It's like, let me put it right by the power control. You guys are hilarious. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the One Life Podcast. I am Mike M to the I to the C. And as always, I have my lovely co-host, the beautiful, the queen of karaoke, Diana from Socialholics in the building. We're in the elevator, y'all. We are going to the top floor. I have a special guest, my friend, my friend, Jeanette Vasquez. Did I say your name right? Vasquez. Vasquez, the general manager of the Double Tree Palmdale. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. How you doing? I'm fantastic, as always. That's good. But first, let's talk about it. If you're feeling down and need something to speak on or just, you know, business-related, relationship-wise, you just need to vent or tell your story, if you just want to give good vibes or even a shout-out to somebody, reach out to us. Let us know. Let us have that conversation. The call-in number is 747-999-8021. Again, 747-999-8021. Or you can follow me. Hit me up on IG at One Life Brand. Or hit the lovely Diana. She might sing to you, but uh, her her IG is Socialholic TV at IG. So, what's going on? How you doing today, Diana? I'm doing fabulous as always. Yeah. How was your week? Amazing. Busy. Always busy. Amazing. Actually, so let me just say this: this Saturday is my first planned Saturday off. Very nice. Planned Saturday off in six months. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, we've had it. We had a cancellation last week, but I ended up doing a family thing but this is actually like the first saturday that was like my day off well with 52 weddings and planned, that's a that's a lot of weekends yeah yeah i actually take time off in august and in december so i'm double booked in uh may and september usually so every weekend we have two and then yeah that's take august because it's too hot i'm not from <laughs> <laughs> It's too hot. I can't. I can't function in the heat or the cold. So that really limits me. <laughs> but yeah. that's that's good. Your business eventually events. Shout out to eventually events. Um, you guys. So you. I remember you telling me a month or so ago, you guys was booked out for the whole year. Mm-hmm. We're uh, booked 2022. I literally yeah. just picked up one more event because it was a, a my best friend's sister's wedding, and it's happening on a Monday. So obviously, I don't have anything booked on a Monday. And I was like, I guess I can take that. Yeah, why not? So that is I guess so fantastic to hear. Yeah. yeah, so congratulations. But we're already booking, thank you so much. We're already booking 2023, and I actually have an event in 2024 already. So. I would assume, yes. though, that things were so backed up, you know, yes. just because of the last couple of years, things had mm-hmm. to cancel. People, you know, not only planned new weddings, but backed up from things yes. that they couldn't do before. So it's nice. We, to uh, two weekends ago, we actually were able to complete a wedding that has been booked since 2019 because yeah, they were booked crazy. for 2020. A month before the wedding, we had a shutdown. Mm. So then we postponed it, and they postponed to 2021. Then they were like, you know what, we just want to wait one more, because, you know, still things were happening. So then they finally, this three years later. That's crazy. Wow, that's crazy. So how you been, Jeanette? I'm good. Busy. They're good. You know, you nervous? Trying to balance. I'm, I'm good. Sure. I know I've asked you three Why times. Why keep asking I know. Because now he wants me to be because nervous. Because we're on record now, so I just want to get it for the record. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'm feeling good. I'm amongst friends. That's good. I appreciate that. Jeanette asked me the other day, like how she just told you today. She was like, I don't know if I have something to talk about. I was like, really, Jeanette? I told my family the same thing. They laughed at me, too. <laughs> All our conversations are great conversations. And you know what? <clears throat> Jeanette, besides you, Diana, Jeanette is actually one of the few people I can say is a true friend out here. Like, ever since I met her. I met you, what, three years ago? Mm-hmm. Guess where? Karaoke. <laughs> Yeah, so your <laughs> your statement about I'll never find a beautiful, great woman at karaoke is kind of wrong because I met you at karaoke and I met her at karaoke. There you go. Are you single? 
I am not. Oh, see. She's not. <laughs> so. That's another show. We're going to talk. That's what it's a whole other show. <laughs> that, is, that is really a, a whole of, other show. You meet a lot of beautiful married women. That's just Yeah, that. that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, we I, help, I, we're helping you get through that. Like, okay, this is what you need to look for. Stop doing these things. Start doing these things. Yeah. We're trying to help you. Huh? Okay, that's another show. We're not talking about it. Hey, you got I guess, you, but I guess you, you have off limits. Huh? Oh. I said, I guess you have off limits. I do not have off limits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very transparent. The topic. I'm very transparent. I do not which have is, off which limits. Is one of the love, one of the things I love about you. Uh, and that's the, my point. I was going to say is like you know, even though yeah, she is in a relationship, or whatever. But we've built this great relate uh, friendship with us, mm-hmm. and we've always we don't get to see each other or talk to each other a lot, but we have great conversations whenever we talk, and that's how, why I really wanted her on the show. And I know it was your kind of your idea at first, but. I had her on my list. I think we're going to name, when we do the relationship talks, it's got to be the One Life Podcast After Dark. Because mm. then we can get, like, dirty. I think that out. is, that's a very it's good a good idea. idea, right? Yes. Because then we can be, and like. And it should be over, like, a nice glass of wine and oh, stuff, yeah. you know? I have to bring Barbara back on. <laughs> oh, yeah. For the wine. Thief, yeah, we Thief should do that at, at Thief and Barrels, yeah. Shout out to Barbara at Thief and Barrels. We got to do that at Thief and Barrels. But, um. All right, back on track, sorry. One life no after dark. Trails. I, hey, I'm with that, though. Um, so, but on record. What? Yeah, on record. <laughs> Your co-host is the one. Get credit for that after dark part. Is that what we doing now? Nope. You um, <laughs> <laughs> said on record, so I'm just like, let's just what? do this record. <laughs> you guys are hilarious. How was your week? My week has been good, actually. It's been mm. pretty busy. So, it's That's been good. nice. I had my boss here for most of the week, so okay. that's always fun. That's always fun. Eh? Always um, like the walking on eggshells. He's actually a really good guy. Well, tell him his place is beautiful. I have some ideas. <laughs> She's <laughs> plugging. But it's beautiful. I think thank I definitely you. see the potential here. If you guys are brand new, it, it's beautiful already. So thank you, thank you. Yeah, we're we're getting there. We're getting there. Like I said, it's been a work in progress. But every month gets better. Every week gets better. Every day gets better. So it's good. Getting there. Well, I definitely want. I definitely want to see a cocktails and combo here. I know. I already had my ideas when I saw the cabanas and I saw the lounge areas and then this space. I was like, oh, this would be perfect. Yeah. So, so after the show, y'all can talk about that. But right now we're going to talk about building relationships. That is our topic today. So why do relationships matter? It's because creating a relationship with both new and potential customers allow businesses to offer more personalized and exciting customer experience. In a recent study, 86, 86% of customers claim their experiences are just as important as the actual, actual product or service they purchase. This means businesses are not only required to provide product or services their customer needs, but they also must deliver a great end-to-end experience across every touch point. So why is building a relationship important? If I were to ask you what makes a business successful, you probably will say a unique, unforgettable product plus an ability to deliver an amazing customer service, and you're probably totally right. However, although important, these two elements are not the only ones that drive success. In order to attract new and retain existing customers, you also need to dedicate resources and invest into building strong long-term business relationships that help people see the value and achieve their goals with a product or service. But there's more than to it than just responding to emails on time, sending email marketing campaigns with discounts or being polite on the phone. Just like a personal relationship, business relationships take time to develop. It's an investment. And with any investment, it compounds over time and usually requires a process that turns every touch point with a customer into an opportunity for communication and trust and mutual growth. To put it simply, to be successful, businesses need to establish positive relationships with customers. So I picked this topic because all three of us is very important in our industries that we build relationships. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk to you because you're in the hospitality business. So kind of tell us what you do and why you got into it. I kind of fell into it. Um, I remember it's been over 20 years now, and I had interviewed for an admin job at a hotel and an admin job at a financial place. And both of them um, asked me to come on board, and the financial place was actually paying more. But I walked in there, and I was like, I can't do this. This is, like, too quiet, and it was sterile. And it was like Mm -hmm. I almost felt like I was walking into a hospital, so I was like, can't work here. Totally not my personality. 
So got into um, an admin job at uh, a Marriott property, and you just and in this industry, honestly, I always tell people you either love it or you don't. Mm-hmm. It's very chaotic. You know, there's always a fire burning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just you deal with uh, it's repeti- it's repetition, but not the same. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, I'm I love people. I lo- I've met a lot of different people from all over the world, all walks of life, um, and that's why I stayed in the mm-hmm. industry. Um, and you're absolutely right. It's relationships. So I have internal relationships with my employees and external relationships with our clients. So the other day um, we was talking and or actually last week and I kind of brought it up on our last podcast. Uh, quote you had said uh, when we was having a conversation with um, people buy Karen. From people. people buy from people. Kind of kind of touch on that because I, I love that quote and, it, and I think you're like right on target with it. Um, you know, I just, I'm a firm believer. I do that myself, right? Even like whenever, and I'll give you a good example. I was shopping for a car about a year ago and went to a couple of dealerships, love the car. And I got to say, I walked away because the salesperson was just, he was horrid. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not giving you my money. Mm-hmm. I love the car and everything about it was fine, but I'd rather walk away and ended up buying something from somebody that that created that experience for me mm-hmm. right because i was already nervous you're spending a lot of money yeah. you're getting something new you're getting into a commitment and he made that process easy for me um, and it's the same thing with hospitality people buy from people we have people that spend more time in our hotels than they do at home mm-hmm. and they come back to this hotel because of my front desk person because of the bartender because of the relationships that they build while they're on the road um, and that's why they come here as opposed to the embassy suites or the Holiday Inn that's across the street because people buy from people. And ultimately, we are the ones that keep them here. That's awesome. It's relationship driven. Right. And your business got eventually events is the same, right? Yes. So, I mean, what was your thoughts on it? It's very crucial because and, and I really tried to, to be my client's friend because, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be a part of their most important day if it's a wedding. Um, they need that best mm-hmm. friend that they feel that they can rely on or, you know, sometimes they need a shoulder to cry on and their maid of honor is just not there. So I have to make that feeling of warmth and welcoming in that you can tell me anything and I'm like, you know, we're, we're friends. We're not, you're not just my client. And it this year alone has been so hard to speak to really take that time because there are so many clients. But it's finding that, that you know, the personal posts on Instagram and saying, oh, my God, you look so beautiful, or have fun on your bachelorette party. Those little, like, I stay involved. Mm-hmm. I stay engaged with them as much as I can. And when they do call me, like, Diana, last-minute stuff, no worries, girl, I got you. Like, letting them know, like, yeah, I know, like, I'm busy, but I always have time for you. So it's so important because... Like you said, like that's word of mouth. That's how I get, you know, to meet more people and make more relationships. That's more important than, than, you know, you're my client. Especially in your field, because it's like you said earlier, such an intimate event, you know, I mean, you, you need to be able to have that rapport and that relationship from the beginning because you're sharing such an intimate event with somebody. And I've heard from brides that didn't hire me later on, like, I love watching how you are with your clients because I wish I had that. You know, my coordinator was more, not cold, but she just, I was just another file to her. Like, okay, I my, checked my boxes and let's get your day done. There was no compassion. There was no real feeling. There was no heart in mm-hmm. it. And that's what I, and when I find myself kind of getting too busy and veering off, I have to reel myself back in. Like, no, like, remember when you were planning your wedding and how mm-hmm. much stress you were under and how many questions you had? Like... That, that was so important to me, to have someone to talk to and just like, girl, like, I'm losing my shit today. Can you help me? And just, can I just tell you how I'm feeling? And then I'll be like, girl, you got it. And then everything's fine. Letting that my clients know that, it makes a world of difference. Yeah. And it's like us here. I mean, we, like I said, we have people that stay with us literally every week or months at a time. And, you know, it is making them a home away from home. You know, I mean, they come, you know, like we have a guest here. Every time he goes back home, he comes, he comes back with pictures. You know, he's showing his family all around, you know, mm-hmm. so we know who his kids are. You know, the projects he's working on on his farm. And, you know, so it, it is, you know, you, you get to see these people all the time. You get to build relationships. And I think, again, that's why, and to her point too, you know, we have one and now we have 10 from the same company, right? Because they all want to experience what he's experiencing. Right. And so shout out to your front <coughs> desk girl because I just yeah. went there to get coffee and I was like, and I greeted her and stuff. And then I was like, so if a girl loved iced coffee here, 
where could she get some ice? Because I wanted iced coffee. And she's like, I'll get it. I'll get it for you. And I was like, thank you. Thank you. And like just the friendliness and the eagerness to help, like right there, that that made a difference to me. So if someone said, oh, you know, where can we stay, you know, in Palmdale? Like you guys would be fresh on my mind thank because you. I know it's going to be a hus- hospitable place to stay. And let me tell you something. That is the one thing that I tell people when you hire, when I hire, that you cannot teach. I can teach you a lot of things. I can't teach you how to have good work mm-hmm. ethic, and I can't teach you how to have a good personality. You have right. to come with that. <laughs> You're born with that. <laughs> you either and got it or you don't. Not right. every job is for every person. Mm-hmm. And this, like you said, this you either have it or you don't. This type of industry, like the hospitality, has to be just in your bones because mm-hmm. you just can't fake a smile when you're having yeah. a bad day. Some and it's people hard, just can't. you know. People, you know, dump on you all the time, especially like the front desk. You know, they get it the worst. You yeah. know, it's like their hair salon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know, it's like I always tell people, you know, you can't control anybody or what, but the only thing you can't control is your reaction and your choices, right? Mm-hmm. But it is, yeah, it's a it's a hard job for them, so. But, so I was trying to have this intimate um, relationship this morning at Krispy Kreme's with a Krispy Kreme donut. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I had I had a horrible experience today at Krispy Kreme donuts. So, yes, if anybody works at Krispy Kreme, like, it's, it's horrible. Call us on. No, I'm calling you <laughs> out today. Because, so so because for, the, for the last couple of weeks, I've been craving a Krispy Kreme donut. Thanks right? for, you know, bringing us one, by the way. Well, okay, well, let me finish my story. And Starbucks. So this morning I got up early and I didn't have nothing to do until this show. So I got up and drove all the way to over here to Krispy Kreme because it's right down the street. You know where I live. So I Which get there. Krispy Kreme? By, right by, uh, like where the Habit is. And yeah, stuff. by Starbucks. And that shopping center with the Habit, McDonald's, all that right there. In and out? No, 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 no. Uh, it's um, Popeyes. right where like Target is. Oh, in Lancaster. No, here in Palmdale. Target. Oh, really? Like, I don't even know. Minute, yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's what Krispy Kreme is. Anyway, so I get in the drive-through, go order, you know, and I order a half a dozen donuts because it's just me, and I didn't want a dozen. And by the way, they're expensive as shit. So where's the other? I thought five? like the last time I've been to like ordered a half a dozen donuts, it was like three, four bucks. It was like eleven dollars for what? half a dozen donuts. For I think half you a... ordered the wrong thing. I'm trying right. to find out what the because donuts I are. Just, I just <laughs> bought. I just I buy them because my mom loves them. Like the whole dozen is like thirteen dollars. Then why didn't you what kind me? of donuts Anyways, were you buying? I don't know. I just said a half a dozen assorted, whatever. But that's I don't even want to pump them up. But here, here's my here's my story. You don't have so the other five. I what? <laughs> listen. <laughs> Linda, listen, Linda. <laughs> listen, Linda. <laughs> so I give her my car, whatever, and then she comes back to the window and says, your car was declined. And I'm like, well, that's impossible. I like, she was like, you want me to try it again? Like with an attitude, you want me to try it again? Uh, yeah, please. <laughs> but as I was looking at the card as she was trying to give it back to me, she had on these gloves, and my whole card was full of glaze. Oh. The glaze, right? So in my mind, I'm like, well, I already know why it's been declined because you got glaze all over it. And I'm looking at her machine. It got glaze over it. It got oh, a little glaze chip under right? So I'm like, yeah, please try it again. And she did it again. I see her doing it a couple of times. And she came back to me. She's like, yeah, it's still declined. And then I look and I grab my car. And then I, I do this out the window. I look at it and I just start wiping all the glaze off of it. And then she's like, do you have another form of payment? I said, you know what? Never mind. And then I just drove off. Because it was like, you put all this glaze on my card. I know my card. And like she didn't see that? Like, come on. Exactly. And it's like, I know I got money on my card. I don't have $11. Like, that's come like on, really? That's like troubleshooting. That's also a talent that's not, you can't teach. You know, common sense is not common the common. Is that you know, and, and you know, and, and for a number of reasons. And I'll tell you, like, my, my oldest daughter who's studying to be an engineer, she's so black and white and so technical that common sense escapes her sometimes. I used to be super worried about her. So some of it is just, like, just ability, and some of it is just that they don't care to think it through. Well, it's like how what you guys are just talking about, and we talked about with Amanda, like this generation, like it's not their company, right? So they don't they don't care. Like mm-hmm. the, the girl, she's just working there for whatever reason. Like she really just didn't care. She didn't care about the sale. But I also brought up when we're talking to Amanda that it's it's these kids are like you know eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty one. It's partly the parents. Yeah. Like, what were you teaching your kids throughout their life? Like responsibilities, chores, common sense, troubleshooting, like figure stuff out. Like when my son's like, something's not working, I can't do it. Well, don't just give up. Why isn't, can't you do it? What's going on? Look mm-hmm. at it. Maybe try it from a different angle. Like, and it's like, I can't do it for you. Cause if I do it for you, what is going to happen when you're 30 years old and you know, like you can't do something, you're going to call me your mama. You know what I mean? So I'm like, figure it out. Stop being lazy. That's what it is. You're lazy. You don't want to work hard, but yet a video game, 
You'll right. figure those yeah, little quizzes out. It is the out. way that you're raised a lot of it. But, you know, I will say that today's society, as we were talking earlier, it, it lends to that environment. Yeah. And it's really unfortunate. And it starts even in school. You know, I was talking, having a conversation. When I went to school, teachers were very, like, they were personal. And yeah. they were caring. Like, I got a hug. Yeah. Right? Like, I remember, you know, I went, I was kind of a troubled teenager. And... Um, but always a good student. And I remember there was a time where I was cutting class and I didn't go to school. My teacher knocked on my door, mm. you know, and today they're scared to even say that you look nice oh, because yeah. they're going to get sued or whatever, you know. So it, it and starts the kids so know that. young today. The kids know that they have all this pull. And they, yeah. I and don't they understand. Have, they, you, know, you know, they have a right to speak. You know, mm. and a right to hear your voice. And it's like, no, that's not how I was raised. You know? I was raised kids are seen, not heard. And sometimes you weren't even seen. You know, as my <laughs> mom used to own. say tu, tu, in Spanish, tu crees que te manda, pero no, which means you don't run your life, I do. Right. You know, mm -hmm. like, but today, kids don't, they don't have any of that, you mm -hmm. know. And, and, and with the phones and the cell phones and the media and the internet, everything's so easy accessible. They don't have to think for themselves. They yeah. ask Siri. Right? Yeah. You know? And that's what I tell my daughter sometimes when they ask me. I'm like, I don't know. Well, now Did the you think about it? Thing, Did you ask theory? Now the kids are saying, oh, I have anxiety. Right. Everything's anxiety. And right. And I said, I have anxiety, but look at, like, that's not stopping me. Like, what? I just, I'm, like, blown away by the excuses are, are now providing. They're just, yeah, you have anxiety. You need mental health. You know, you I think it this. all started when everybody was a winner. Yeah. It's a lot of that cancel culture. It's a lot of that everybody has rights. Everybody, like... And they, you know, and, and not to say that COVID. they do, they don't, you know, but, but you know, at, at eleven years old, at twelve years old, at thirteen years old, to say that you understand how you feel mm -hmm. is ignorant, right? Because yeah. I'm gonna be forty-seven, and sometimes I, I don't get it, it, you know. Mm -hmm. So, and for for society to say that they understand it is ridiculous, yeah. you know, and and to the point where they're not resilient anymore. What's well, the communication know, too with a parent, like the open communication, being able to talk things through, like the parents are working so yeah. much that they're not home to be able to be there to listen to their kids. So these kids are going on Google and, you know, Siri and Facebook and Instagram and asking other people for advice. And then this is what happens. Yep. yep. But you don't agree. you, but so going back to the topic, uh, building relationship, no, and not saying we're <laughs> off topic. No, we, we didn't go off topic, totally. but, um, but at, a, at these kids at a, at a young age, they should be learning that now because oh, yeah. building yeah. a relationship what did does I say take time. Another right? podcast. I wish we could go like have some type of classes that taught the kids actually real shit. Mm -hmm. It's like the real estate you mentioned. You go to the, the take the test. Nothing that you're going to be utilizing in the real real estate world. Right. You're going to learn on the test, but you still have to answer them correctly. Right. It's the same thing. You're, these kids are going to school, learning algebra, learning all these things that I don't remember skills, using yeah. real life skills. You need to learn how to do your taxes, how to communicate mm -hmm. with you know people in general how to have what hospitality you're finding your credit those, score matters yeah. how do you bank you where know? is that and they know mm -hmm. they offer they offer you know you know job education and stuff but it's just a bunch of people sitting there like fill this out do this where's the real the caring and there's not enough time there's not enough people to teach all these kids mm -hmm. and that's what's happening right Our society's failing them but, right so even like when we went to uh, we went to an event the other day Mm -hmm. uh, 24 7 events they're grand opening and i was um talking to mike your husband afterwards oh, who cool. was at zelda's and um he had asked me if, if i was passing out business cards or something something that uh area he asked me and i said no i don't do business cards which i don't i've never done business cards in my life like all my life i've never passed out business cards and i told him i explained to him that if because building relationships is a process to me right mm -hmm. it's not we're not going to do business tomorrow like if i met you today we're not going to do business yeah. tomorrow right it's a building process and i i feel like if you collect business cards cause i used to collect business cards right and in a week from today i look at all those business cards if i don't rem i'm not going to remember you mm -hmm. right if you just hand me your business card say hey i'm mike i do blah 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 i'm not going to remember that right but if i have a great conversation with you and in a week or two, you see me again and you remember me, I did my job. Yeah. Right? I agree it's, 100%. It's, it's building that relationship. And then I have another conversation with you and then another one. And now now we're going to do some business because yeah. we just built a relationship. But just passing out business cards, I don't like that. I actually like to talk to people. People give me business cards, like a couple of people gave me some, but I just really just love having that conversation because I want to know you because I can't get to know you from a business card. That's true. I don't know who you are. And for me, I'd rather do business with people that I actually know. Yeah. People buy from people. People yep. buy from people. There you go. It's very true. So back back to, because uh, I have a million questions for you, oh, Jeanette. 
I only saw three, but <laughs> what? a million? Just three? No, What's your questions? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. I was just joking. You don't have no questions? Uh, my, you know me, I'm organic. When they, Are you I my just, co-host and I don't have a question? Because it's going to come to me as I'm talking. I'm, like, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> so what, because what, what, you said you like people, right? And mm-hmm. you obviously, Most you're really great. <laughs> you're really great at what you do. That's why I like you. See, we're so like, No, Jeanette is real. She's a real person. Uh, but what, what inspires you to, like, even be in this industry? You know, that's a really open question. Um, we got I time. mean, what inspires me really truly is my, my family, right? Um, that's what inspires me to be a better person, to want to teach them how to be good people and good human beings. Um, but in general, I think I love life. And life is what you make it. It is one choice at a time. And sometimes things happen, sometimes by choice, by not. Um, but I think that generally speaking, people, are gen- people want to succeed. People mm-hmm. want to be good. They just don't know how sometimes, and they're not shown. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I love life and I like people because we are all different I love sitting down next to somebody and having a conversation and learning their their path and their walk um you know we all have we all have our own we all have similar some not and I think that inspires me right because we only have one life Mm -hmm. don't she sound like me Mm -hmm. me and we me and her talk about this a lot me and her are so much alike she said if we ever got together, it would be... We'd drive each other nuts. It, yeah, I guys And are, I disagree with that. Too, uh, it's too similar. We're too similar, but I don't agree with It could be a yin and yang. I don't agree what with that. What is that, that uh, Instagram thing like, uh, marriage is comprised of, of the one crazy, one, and the crazy one, one and one boring one. And I'm the crazy one in my relationship. You are. I am too. I've seen that a few times. Mike is super cool. I like Mike. He's awesome. He is awesome. He's an asshole sometimes. <laughs> are we all? But I love him. <laughs> Shout out to my husband, Mike. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Mike is super cool. I love he hanging told, out he's with him. He's telling me, I, though. He's like, I'm an asshole. I, but it, I wish he would hang out more. He works. Oh, and he's yeah. not. But, you know, even when he's not, he's just not a social. Well, like she said, she's the crazy. He's, he's quiet. He's, in, he's more like, he could be, he'll be home all the time if he could. Like, he loves being home. He's a homebody. And I'm not. Yeah. I'm always dragging him everywhere. He's like, can I just stay home one day? Yeah. And I'm spontaneous. He hates it. Like, out of the blue, like, let's go. To, let's go take a drive to Santa Barbara. He's like, what? What? Why? What are we? Why? What are we doing that. this? Do that. I'm that way. And so he's just like, I need like a two day notice. Too, right? No, he's like, I need a notice. Oh, he won't do it with you. He, not without a fight. Yeah, yeah. Like it's an argument, and then I'm like, well, I want some time with you now, anyways. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stay home then. Forget you. <laughs> but no, like you guys are. You guys sound. But I think. And I was saying this. I only fuck with real people. You're the same way, and we are drawn to people mm. that have similar thinking, and I think that's part of growth for us. Right. I don't, I'm one life. I don't want to waste time on people that are not going to be in the I, same path. I completely agree. And growth, like I don't want to be where I am today. I don't want to be in the same spot I am now in, in next year. Right. And you know, to your point though, I can I can respect because I also know people. You know, I learned a long time ago, and it was a very very hard lesson for me um, that we do not all have the same capacity, mm-hmm. and and that's okay, mm-hmm. right? Because I was very critical of certain people in my life because I thought they deserved more or they were capable of more, but that is not my choice. That is theirs, their and it journey. is their it is their journey, and so I I certainly know people even professionally that are fine staying where they are, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, if that's where you want to be, and that's then as long as you're happy, then who's to tell you that you need more? Yeah. Um, but very much like you, you know, I'm driven, I'm ambitious, but I did learn a long time ago that we all have, we do not all have the same capacity, yeah. and and you know that's okay. And it goes back to what you say all the time. Uh, Respect people for who they are, who, not who you want, want them, them, to want be. them to be. Yeah. And that's a and hard... And that's a hard lesson. Oh, it is. It's yeah. so hard. Because you see their potential. You know they can do it, like you said. But some of them are just not built to be. Yeah. And it sucks. Yeah. You know what, I think, you know, for me, yeah, I guess when it's your kids, (laughs) no, but you can do it. You know, I always tell people, you know, as long as you're happy, it's like I tell my daughter, you know, my middle one who doesn't exactly know what she wants to do yet. And I tell you, you know, as long as you're happy, but you can 
he's independent, take care of yourself, you know, then, then you're okay. I don't yeah. need you to be a doctor. I don't need you to go, you know, rule the world. I just need you to be happy, a good human being, and be able to take care of you and your family. I just had this talk with my son a couple of days ago because um, he's kind of, you know, he just kind of goes with the flow and work. Like, when work's there, great. When it's not there, he's just, well, it's coming. And I'm like, no, no, no. So, like, my thing is I told him, go out there and try something new. Well, they're just going to tell me no. But it's a no now because you haven't asked, mm-hmm. you know, or don't be afraid to fail. Go out there expecting to fail because you cannot learn and grow unless you fail. So the more you fail, the more that that's a great sign that you're going to be excellent at something at some point. You know, failure is great. You know, but that's the lost. Um, that's lost in yes. today's world because, and that's why I was saying that I think it all started when everybody became a winner, yeah. right? It's like you you forgot how to teach kids how to fall down mm-hmm. and get back up, and it's okay to fall down. Yeah. No, you gave everybody a prize and said you're all winners. Yeah. Well, you're not. Thank Even you for the effort. Yeah. You know, and try again, and even and you may never win, and yeah. that's okay too, as long as you keep trying. And maybe this is not your thing. You have something yeah. else. That's We're your all thing. with the gift. That's not yeah. yours, sweetheart. Yeah, so. but but resiliency is not is not that common anymore mm-hmm. in the, in young people. That's the sad. So what what happens when? Because um, I just ran across this um, this scenario recently, and it's the second time that I've run across this scenario. Maybe three, I think. I lost track. But when you run across somebody and in a business setting, and they just like very rude, like. Do you continue to build a relationship with them? Or because somebody asked me that yesterday. Because I was talking about one of your friends. <laughs> you know what I was talking about. <laughs> Is this the same one that I talked about the other day? Because that's not, that's not cool no. to say that's my friend. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. No. Not everybody's my friend. No, 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 no. My friends not are her. Really not her. her reaction. <laughs> Guilty by no. association. No, I wasn't even associating with her. She wasn't. You, she, no, it's not Just her. Just because I know her. No, no not her. The other one, the first one I've met. Mm. You know what I'm talking about. The one that snubs you. The one, the one that I could have fell in love with. The one that ignores you until you're ignoring exactly, her. Exactly, exactly. So her, I was, talking, I was telling the story about her, right? And so then somebody asked me yesterday, they was like, because, and I've always, and I've told you this, her work is very good. Like, she's great at what she do, right? Mm-hmm. And, but it's just her attitude what makes everything look fucked up and ugly, right? So somebody so yesterday said, well, would, would you allow that relationship to build and would you work with her in the future yeah, or would you, you continue? Would. <laughs> I'm talking to Jeanette right now. <laughs> I have something to so. say about that off record later. <laughs> not on the record no because um, they might listen and i'm being troll. so exactly. i think like well obviously like in what i do you have no choice right you have to you know if if my guest is here and he decides to be here or she every week you, you still have to you're gonna have to deal with it it's not like i can ignore mm-hmm. them right but you know i learned a long time ago from a very good mentor that we need to learn how to manage people up and i didn't understand what that meant mm-hmm. in the beginning when he told me and what that means is learn and i had to learn this really with my daughter because mm. when she was going through her teenage years and lost her damn mind, <laughs> I had to figure out how to communicate with her mm-hmm. so that we can get from each other what we needed. And that's the thing, same thing with people. I may not respect their methods. I may not like who they are, mm-hmm. but you still have to be courteous. You still have to be respectful. And, and I find that even with people like that, you know, like we have, we, I'll, I'll tell you, we had a guest, um, at another property and and nobody cared for this person you know he was rude he was very rude and and without any reason to be you know but he was never rude to me and and they were like why and it was like because I'm always super nice to him and it's really hard for him to be really mean to Mm -hmm. somebody who's being super nice um and so eventually we created a new form of relationship right Mm -hmm. it was never going to be one that is you know, super sincere and super, but it it was enough for him to get from me what he needed and for me to get from him what I needed. Um, And I think that, especially in a professional environment, you know, maybe in a personal environment where you have more option, right? And you can say, you know, this person is negative. I don't want to deal with him and I don't have to. But in a professional environment, you can't do that. You know, you, as, I'm going to say, when I was younger, you know, 
I had, you know, a mentor who always said, you, you have to be the bigger person. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's sometimes you just have to rise above. Right. But that that's but two scenarios. Right. Like that's customer base. Right. Like I get that as a business owner or, or management, like you're in management that you have to do that. You kind of got to suck it up for your customers. Right. But I'm talking about let, Let's say, for instance, if one of your vendors like you like their like product, you whatever. Get flower delivery every week, and the florist that you work with is just a total bitch. Right? Would you well, still continue to work not, with her? No. You would probably no. go somewhere. And and else. and to your point though too, like there have been people that we will not accept back. You know, there have been guests that we say, you know, I'm sorry, but you have no right um, to speak to our employees right. that way. Mm-hmm. You, it's just crossed the line, and we will not take them back. Mm-hmm. Um, so to your point, there's always that line, too, that's yeah. acceptable and not acceptable. But mm-hmm. especially as a vendor, if I'm the client, again, people buy from people. I'm not, I'm not giving you my money if, mm-hmm. if you don't give me what I need overall, right? And it's just not the product. It's, it's a good relationship. It's a good working relationship. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have that, then there are a lot of other vendors to buy for right right i think a lot of it is also for me and i'm huge on communication as far as if i'm mad at somebody or if i didn't appreciate how someone responded to me talked to me treated me i'm the first to be like um can we talk (laughs) and i'm like hey so the other day when did it happen like i really didn't like how you talked to me like i don't tolerate that type of tone or that type of whatever are you good like did I do something to mm-hmm. offend you or are you like ha- going through something like let me know because if that's like if you're going through personal shit you need to figure out how to keep that separate but I can relate to somebody who's can say you know what I'm going through a divorce I'm going through a breakup my mom's mm-hmm. sick I can go through those human emotions and be like right. oh shit I'm sorry like okay well maybe you know I'm not gonna take it personal but you might want to check yourself on that because I I'm telling you I can only imagine if someone else is talking to you that. But this is coming from somebody that you you have some type of relationship with, right? right. Or yeah. if so it's like a, yeah. a you know, like I said, for your example, like the florist, I'd say, be like, you know, like we don't have to work together. Mm-hmm. Are you good? Like, is this? Do you not want to do this? Like, I would literally ask her that. Like, mm-hmm. why do you have an attitude every time you come in here? Like we don't, you don't have to be our, our, you know, our client, your client. Like we can go to some, you know, mm-hmm. down the street, mm-hmm. and I'd given them an the opportunity to at least say like, because that sometimes shocks them. Like maybe no one's ever told them that they're a bitch, you know? Maybe they're like, that's yeah, no, you that's might, a, it might change point. it. So I would, I always try to get the benefit out. I don't know what someone else is going through. I know there's times I probably drive erratically. Shut up, Mike. And like I'm going <laughs> through something, and I'm like cutting somebody off, and I don't mean to, but I might just be dealing my own thing, or I might have been rude to somebody, and I didn't mean to. Maybe I tell I was, my team that all the time. I mean, because like I said, we deal with all kinds of people, yeah. you know, and and you know. You have to, you know, you had, I always tell them, and, you know, young people do tend to take things a little personal or to heart. And I tell them, you know, most of the time, 99% of the time, it has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. Right. And that's why I say that you can't control them, but you, the only thing you can't control is how you mm-hmm. react to it and how you choose to move forward. Right. And, and that's why I saw, so I was telling the person, because they was like, well, I think you should do business, like grow that relationship. And I was like, well, if, if it's someone I knew, like on a personal level, like, level how you were saying, then. I can like maybe understand and like give them the benefit of doubt. But even for a business owner, when you're in a business mm-hmm. setting, you can't bring that into business. Mm-hmm. Like you should already know better. First you should impression. Di- yeah, you or you should just you shouldn't be I in think business. If you want to like if you honestly feel like that person would be a value. A value. Mm-hmm. I think you should address it the next time it happens though. I on and this is for real, like knowing who you're talking about. This is what Which I'm one? telling you. First or second? The one that you're talking about today. Okay. I would say, hey, can I talk the to one you for a second? Over? Yes. I would talk to her. I'd be like, um, we need to talk for a second. And it's going to be like, <laughs> whatever. Like, yo, like, what the hell did I do to you? I don't, but sometimes like, that's you know just I mean? a personality. Like, and it is. And different. that's what I'm saying. You need to, when that happens, you need to accept that that's just what it is. Like I've told you, that's just what it is and move on. There's a million of others. Right. Yeah, you have sometimes you have to, you know, people are different. And, you know, like you have negative people who don't know that. that and not that yeah. they don't know that they because they've been told. Like I have had people in my life that have been told, like, I just can't deal with you. You're draining. Mm-hmm. And but it's, it's who they are. Yeah. And and it takes, you know, and it's, I wasn't I tell people this all the time. It takes concentrated effort to be positive. Oh, yeah. It really does. Everyday training it, your it mind. It takes concentrated effort. I remember when I was younger, I was, you know, I grew up in New York around drugs. You know, I was very negative when I was young. And it took 
it took concentrated effort of me talking to mm -hmm. myself in the damn mirror every day for a long time. And then one day you wake up and it's just who you are, right? Mm -hmm. But it still takes concentrated effort to stay positive. Oh, yeah. And Especially people when don't happens. work on it. It's like you, you know, you, you, you talk about it all the time that you have to work on yourself, mm -hmm. right? It's a mindset. Mm -hmm. It is a mindset. It's like I tell my daughters, the mind is a muscle like everything else. Yes. And if you don't train exactly. it it's not going to do anything for you. Right. Like the lifestyle, like going to the gym, it's every day constant disciplining yeah. yourself. Like when I have negative thoughts, like, Diana, stop thinking like that. Yeah. It's constant. And if some people don't know how to, to be that strong. Mm -hmm. And so I know I can't deal with negative people. So uh, since you brought up New York, I want to know your personal I'm story. walking here. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some coffee. No, I mean, tell us your, your, your background, your story, like, from New York? I'm from New York. I was born and raised in the Bronx. Uh, my parents, who were never married, got divorced. <laughs> never married, got divorced? You know, it was, you know, a Spanish marriage, right? Okay. Like, you stay together for years, and then one day you get divorced. Technically not. Right. Um, so anyway, they separated when I was, I don't know, about six or seven, um, because my uh, long story but anyway I grew up in New York in the 90s primarily and in the late 80s in the 90s it was super drug infested there was you know lines literally lines for people to buy crack or you had dope fiends passing out all the time so I, I grew up in that type of era um, I had a lot of great I was a smart kid so I had like I was telling you guys earlier like I had um, really good teachers and people who cared, you know, mm. who looked for me on a Saturday or and always said, you know, Jeanette, I have people who really invested in me. And so even though I was kind of wild in it when I was younger, you know, in the back of my mind, I always had th those voices, you mm -hmm. know, and always had those people kind of, this is not who you are. This is, you mm -hmm. know, you're so much better. Um, you can do so much better. Um, and so, you know, you just keep pushing. But I came to California when I was 19. And it's probably the best thing I've ever done. Did you know Jenny from the block? I did not know Jenny from the block. I knew a Jenny from the block, but not the Jenny from the block. <laughs> so I have my stepfather's family lives out in New York. And um, I went to New York last, no, no, 20, like, I think 2020, right before everything went crazy. And because my husband went there for training. And I went on a tour by myself. And I went to Harlem. And I got lost. And I, I thought I was going to die. Like. I was Why? so scared. Because I'm not from New York. I'm but Kelly. So Let me tell you something, though. New Yorkers Look at her friendlier. accent came out. I heard it. New Yorkers are friendlier than California. Well, I don't know these things, right? So I'm going, I'm like, I'm, I went to McDonald's and where I got lost because I was like, that's the safest place I could think of. Like, what's a McDonald's? What's going to happen here? And I had to gather my thoughts and my bravery. And I was like, no one's going to fuck with me. And I <laughs> took the subway because I missed the tour bus, right? That was the last tour bus. I missed it. And I was like, shit. So I took the subway. I took the wrong subway. So then I was like, I ran a security. I was like, I don't know where I'm going. i got to go back to the, what's the main street again? I forget. Um, we're all Broadway. The, no, we're all the. Oh, Times Time Square. Square. Times Square. Mm. So that's where we were staying. So anyways, I got back. But to my point of being from California, I was walking down Times Square to go shopping. And some New Yorker guy was like, hey, Kelly. But I didn't say nothing. We're all wearing like heavy clothing because it's freezing. So I'm like, how do you know I was from Kelly? Did you have known I was from Cali if I was just walking? I don't know. But funny story, I was at the airport like two months ago, and I'm chewing my gum, and the guy's like, you're not from California. And I was like, why? He's like, I could tell by the way you're smacking your gum. <laughs> yeah, you smack. He said, he said you chew your gum with confidence. My boyfriend tells me I chew my gum with confidence. I was like, that was just so weird. He's like, I know you're not from California. I was like, how could you tell that? He's like, because the way you're smacking your gum. That's crazy. Hilarious. And maybe you were too overdressed. Were you overdressed? It was, everybody was wearing, you know, they had like, okay, they had Tim's and they had like those big poofy jackets, but I was dressed warm with my scarf and my oh, beanie. I don't know. I don't think so. But you know what? I don't. Mike says it was the way I work, too. not I this mic. I love like, people you watching. Oh, I love people watching, but I don't, but I also kind of walk with blinders on when I'm, you know. If I'm by myself, I'm more observant. Yeah. I'm with my husband, I don't yeah. say, I don't see nothing. He's yeah. like, did you see that? I'm like, no, what happened? Yeah, no, completely agree. When, when I went yeah. to, I went to New York 25 years ago and I went as a kid, but as an adult, I went 25 years ago and I remember because my son's 25 now or he's 26, I should say. And, um. When he was one years old, me and my ex um, took him to New York because my family, I have a lot of family out there and they was having a barbecue and we decided to fly out there and go 
just to a barbecue. That's like, crazy, but that's well, cool. <laughs> that's because Nina at the time worked for United, so mm-hmm. we flew for free. Nice. So we was like, let's just fly out to New, New York. Yeah, yeah, it was like, like cool. That. I'd be doing it all the time. I know. So we get to New York in the subway, and it, the subway was just bonkers. It was bananas, like mm-hmm. just crackhead people. Just <laughs> It was funny as shit. But when, <laughs> when I got out, out of the subway, we went you know, up the stairs to the street, and the moment I walked up, and you could tell I was straight from California. Like, I had gold chains on. Like, I looked the part of Cali, right? And the moment I got up there, I looked across the street, and there was so many hood. Because we went to the Bronx. Mm. So many hood You're niggas. Like, oh, I did. Oh, I, yes. start, I started taking on my watch. I was like, ooh, Nina was like, what you doing? And I was like, do you see all the niggas? Like <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm not trying to get robbed out here. Like, I didn't know where my family New York was. has changed a lot. Like, I didn't know where my family was. It was my first time there as an adult. I didn't know where I was going. Like, yeah, it was scary as shit. You should go back. You know well, what? I've been back, it's, like, plenty of times oh, since then. Yeah. yeah, and it's changed. I mean, you know, I grew up poor, right? My mother was on welfare. My dad was kind of a loser. Um, he rests in peace now. But um, we, you know, it was one of those environments where we did. You know, we knocked on our neighbor's door for eggs and sugar, and then the next month they knocked on our door for milk and sugar, or whatever the case may be. But what I will say is that I grew up in a neighborhood. Yeah. You know, I grew up families where it really takes a, a village okay. to, you know, and right. that's kind of how I grew up. I remember here, I was here for like 10 years. My mom was here for like 10 years. And somebody asked her what the biggest difference is. And she said, over there, that you have neighborhoods. Over yeah. here, you have streets of buildings where people live. And it's mm. privacy. And it's just different, you know. So what I will say is like it was hard, you know, and life wasn't easy. But I still had a pretty decent, yeah, I had a good childhood. You know, we had yeah. real holidays, you know, on you it's it's just friendly yeah. it's very community driven you know on a friday you know after work you go everybody makes their rounds you have a cup of coffee here yeah. you have a drink there Some, there's always food there's always kids there's always music yeah, you go sometimes you're eating dinner with them like i loved hearing my dad's stories about growing up even though like you know a lot of what you said is what he would tell me but i used to love hearing like you know when the fire hydrants were busting love they're, like it. playing in the water and yep. they're having a good time and, and the guys playing dominoes outside the elevator broke they're climbing you know 15 stories of groceries i'm like oh or, or in me. fact you, you, your mother throws the pail outside yeah. and you put this whatever she wants in and then she takes it up we used to have yes. an old lady that used to sell a limba is like ices she used to make them homemade and that's how she sold them she'd go out her window throw down the bucket you give her the money she'd give you your icy that's bag. so cool Hanging out, I met some of my best friends on fire escapes. You know, That's we cool. moved into this new neighborhood, and I, you know, it was the summer, but you didn't have anything to do. I was on the fire escape, she was on her fire escape, and you know, so talk really to her cool. today. That's cool. <laughs> so, back back to our subject because you, you guys just really went rabbit trail off. Us, uh, somebody brought up a person. Oh, yeah, but I, I, I but that was on topic though because <laughs> I was talking about building relationships, and my question was. <laughs> Should I still continue to build a relationship with her? I think that depends on how, what you see in it. You know, if you find value in it and if it's, you know, I always say, especially in relationships, especially if you have a choice, if it's not going to be positive and it's not going to bring value, then draining. what's the, Yeah, I cannot, I can't do draining relationships. Well, I don't, I don't know, because I've never had a, I, know, I mean, we've talked, but I've never really had a, like a deep conversation with her, so I don't know. Do you think that ever happened? she kind of bugs you already. She bugs him because he doesn't. She don't pay him no money. <laughs> That's why she bugs him. He's like, <gasps> but don't, don't talk you know to me. I'm Mike with a C. I know. It's so annoying. When the first met. time, right? We met, right? And so I saved his number, and he and I don't know how, but he corrected me. He's like, you you don't spell my name like that. <laughs> he was so offended. Oh, I, I'm offended with it's everybody. It's hilarious because him and my husband, the reason why I think they get along so well is because they're similar. And Mike is M-I-C too, but he doesn't, like his legal name is Michael or whatever, but like all of his emails, his gamer tags, everything is M-I-C, um, M-I-C friendly, always. And I'm like, oh my God, you guys are like that? Everything, you know, every, like a lot of stuff, that's why they get along good. But my, I've, I've had that name since I was a kid. I mean, my legal name is Michael as well, mm-hmm. right? But I've always written down MIC because I that's grew up in the mid- music industry. So his, that's where I get it from. His email, mm-hmm. old email account was M-I-C-C-I-M for like since he was young. Right. Even when people give it's me crazy. checks and contracts, even like surprisingly checks, when I take those checks to the bank, they they just cash them. Yeah. Like, and it's been like that for really years. They don't care about names. You know? I still get a check that says my maiden name and I cash yeah. it under my married name. So. Um, Jeanette, I decided to want to ask you this question. Um, 
advice for someone in business that is having struggles with building a relationship? Because everybody don't know how to build a relationship or build relationships. You know, I mean, you're you're a general manager and you're you're pretty good at it. Pretty good. But you know what? Pretty it's like I said, you can't teach everybody how to have a personality. Mm-hmm. And, and you have to be able to function in your own capacity. But I think that the number one thing that most people lack is sincerity. Mm-hmm. Just being sincere. And you, you, I just find I, I, whether I deliver a bad message or a good message, as long as I'm sincere in it, I think people take it the right way. Um, you know, I've had clients tell me, you know, when I tell them, give them bad news or whatever, like I had a client tell me, oh my God, why is it that I want to be so mad at you when you tell me these things, but I can't because Mm. she knows that I'm sincerely empathetic. Right. And I, I, I do feel bad that I can't accommodate or that I can't. Um, and I think that people lack that today, you know, it's just, it's just sincerity and, and it doesn't, and when I say sincere, it doesn't mean that it has to be good. It's just being honest and transparent and truthful. And I think that people lack that today, just in general. A lot of times if I'm going to deliver news that they may not like, or I'm unsure of, I'm, I'm, I say, I want to be completely transparent with you. I want you to know that I may not have the answer to this, or I don't think that's going to happen. You know, like I'm, I'm transparent. And a lot of times when I say that, they're like, Oh yeah. Like it puts them like on a, they're not, you know what I mean? Like, it's a different approach, and people are like, oh, okay. Okay, I understand. It's, Thank you, you know for that. And, and at the end of the day, it's because you, it's a feeling, right? Mm-hmm. You have to, you have to connect to people. It's, people want connection. And, you know, it's, this property is a really good example. We, you know, had a rough start, you know, there, you know, with the food and beverage, we had to close food and beverage down for a little while. And then when we opened it, you know, I've gone through staffing challenges. We didn't have all of our accounts set up. Like we did, you know, we have some really good, like whiskey drinkers and we didn't have like a good variety. So like, but because we're sincere and because they have built those relationships with our team members, with myself, they're very forgiving and, and they root for us. You know, like we do good and they're like, oh my gosh, this place is popping. I'm so happy yeah. for you, you know. And but we we didn't provide all of the amenities they may have been expecting or wanted, but and, and we've gotten better, right? So now they have what they need. But because we were able to build that sincere relationship mm-hmm. with them, they were much more forgiving and much more, you know, flexible in how they approached it as well. And right. I think that ultimately if you're sincere again in your approach, then then you're always going to get a better response. Yeah, I that's, agree. No, that's great. You, you were right on target with that. Mm-hmm. And I found like even in my, just in general, and I think we talked about this before too, like I I really don't want, especially in my personal life, I, it's like I tell people, I don't have a lot of friends. I have a very, it's like this small, you can't really see it. Um, I, feel, I feel real privileged right now. But... But I have good friends, right? And yeah. and the relationships that I have, they are, you know, and as They're I genuine. get older, mm-hmm. I I don't need to hide anything from anybody. Yeah. You know, I am who I am and I'm not perfect. I don't expect anybody to be perfect, but I want sincere, transparent relationships. And mm-hmm. there's no reason why we can't have that, especially in our per- personal lives. And that's with friends, family, you know, it's like just because you're my family too don't mean I need to put up with you. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. You know what? That is true. Come to think about it, she'd be telling me some fucked up shit. <laughs> and I'd be looking at her and I'd be like, I can't be mad because it's how she says it. It's the approach. Oh, to you. Because yeah. he doesn't always oh, hear what he wants to hear. Yo. Yeah. You know, girl, we can talk about this. But so I do want to ask you, um, you said that this is a new concept or a new, this is, a, this is all brand new. I know you guys got this before pandemic or right in the middle of it. So they bought the property before pandemic. It was supposed to open up before pandemic. The pandemic happened, so we didn't open up till late October of last year. So the property sat here for almost two years. Yeah. Okay. Now, you guys, it's a beautiful, and I know I mentioned this already, what can we do? Like, me being in the event business, Mike, you know, we're, we're trying to, you know, build a, community. build a community, build relationships. What would you like to see here? What can we talk about that maybe someone that's watching can be like, oh, you know, I know somebody or this will be great or let's have my event here and da, 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 da. And that's exactly it, right? It's just creating relationships and rapport, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, word of mouth is our biggest yeah. um, marketing tool. It's, it's experience. It's like I said, you know, we've gained occupancy and we've gained more people week over week because people 
refer, right? Yeah. It's like, you know, you had him staying over there and now with his colleagues and he came here and now he's like, oh, this is a great place. You have to meet. They come over. So, I mean, I think word of mouth and just kind of letting people know that we're open and we're here is probably the best thing that you can do for us, you know? That's awesome. Okay. I like that. But no, I mean, that's true. And, and that's one of the things that I try to teach people about building relationships. It's not all about like, hey, let's do business. Like I said, tomorrow, like it's just building a relationship room. Like I've known her for three years and I've never done business with her. Right. But like today might turn out to be something because I introduced her to you. Yeah. Right. And so I'm I'm happy. Well, with I'm already that. ideas of I, I know we do coffee and convos. Um every first Thursday of every month, and then we kind of switch it up. So one month it's coffee, one month it's cocktails. I think the cocktails would be more mm-hmm. beneficial And that's what here, I told her, too. Which the next time would be September. So I'm already, my as we're talking, my mind's already going like, okay, how are we going to situate it? Where are we going to put it? What's the flow going to be like? Because I really want to show mm-hmm. off the space, but also <coughs> have a great opportunity for the networking mm-hmm. and bringing. Because a lot of times, you know, most of our events happen in Lancaster because I have such strong relationships with businesses there. So I know I can call them and be like, hey, you know, we're going to have another coffee and convo or cocktails and convo. Are you, you know, do you want to mm-hmm. host it? And I know I'll get a yes. I don't have a lot of tight relationships in Palmdale just yet. And not to say I don't want to, it's just I well, haven't had the developed and I'm develop and I'm building one now and I'm so looking forward to to now working yeah, on something with you. And and so we're here on location at the Double Tree Palmdale and you, and you were telling me yesterday that this or the other day this is the only full service hotel well, or how do you I yes you it is it. technically the only full service true full service hotel that you have in the market um, okay. the other uh, one would be like the embassy um, what dis- defines service. it as full service so you have um, you, you have, have a room bar service, that's a cool. full service restaurant and bar you have catering space, that sort of thing. So it's do you have banquet the, rooms for like events? We, that's actually a banquet room. It's okay. a little over. I'm gonna take a tour feet. when you're done. Mm-hmm. That'd be Absolutely. awesome. Um, so those are the main differences. Most of them don't have like the restaurant and bar is probably the biggest thing. Mm. Okay. So yeah. Cool beans. Cool beans. What are you doing tonight? <laughs> Where can we find you, Here. Mike? <laughs> can, can I can I say you're an asshole right now? I'm, I'm gonna be like Mike right now. I'm gonna be the other Mike. <laughs> Where can we find you? <laughs> what? Which which karaoke spot? What do you Just mean kidding. which karaoke? Everybody know. There's only one I, on Friday night. There's where? not one on Friday night. There's two. Where? There's Madrano's or Don Cucos. Yeah, but I've never been to that one. But Don see, mm-hmm. it's different. So Madrano's is like more of that like crazy live scene where people are just having you know drunk, having a great time, birthday parties, bachelor parties crazy vibe yeah. you only get to sing like once or twice because it's so packed but shout out to kj jonathan because he's one of the best yes. kjs here don kuko's also has an amazing kj latifa shout out to latifa mm-hmm. um both of them are like my, my preferred Where is that it's off of link um and 10th right by bike target um but it's d- always packed however it's a more like chill vibe versus like that party vibe See, I like shout out to Latifa. She's she's a great KJ. I just kind of just met her uh, maybe a few weeks ago, and she's super dope. Um, but the only thing I don't like about Don Cuckoo's, and it's not a bad thing because I actually like going there and, and having karaoke, is it's the ambiance. It's 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 like an intimate setting. It's dark. It's dark. It is. Yeah, but like compared to like Madrano's, it's like, like very that. lit party, like lights flashing. It's like more upbeat. I like the dark. Do you? I like both. I mean, but I, like, I, I'm I like, dark. it's just the mood. But I'm to like, me, it's not, it's not a karaoke setting, though. I like, oh, man. When I used to run with Cold Crush's karaoke, or even when I do, like, when I was working with Rio that one day, I was like, can you guys dim the lights? Because it's like, I don't know. I feel like when the lights are all on, it's just too too sterile for me. Right, but even, like, Jonathan, he turns off the lights he on does. the stage. I was going to say, but, it's but, not that bright. But, it's not that bright, but what I'm saying it's the lights so that makes it different. more of the party lights. You the would like party more lights, of that? yeah. The house lights are dimmed down, but the party lights are going to where it's still more of a upbeat vibe. He wants mm-hmm. upbeat when he carries. I like to perform. You guys know this, so I want oh, a crowd. Look, we got our records. <laughs> so when Carlos called you like a professional karaoke, I'm not a professional karaoke. That we put on a show. I'm not a professional. How many songs we are do you professionals. Have? Listen, I tell everybody this, and I've told you several times. You need to own it. I make shit look good. Okay. So it makes so me a good fake, producer. You know? I just make shit look good. Fake I'm great at my job. I'm great I'm at what I do. I'm a professional karaoke singer. You are. You are. She does karaoke. 
She does roulette karaoke. I don't even know what that is. That is, you just go to the DJ, KJ, and you say, just pick a song oh, and I'll sing it. Oh, that's Pick a song that you think wow. I would know, and, and I'll sing it. And I love it. That's I know I cool. bomb a lot of times. That is not cool. That's cool. Well, it's cool for her, because she, she knows how to sing. I, there's, there's no way in hell someone can say, hey, sing this song. There have been times that I've sang songs that I'm like, ooh, that's not my song. That's <laughs> not my song. Or my, my husband will record me, and I'm like, why did you let me sing that? Oh, my God. Like, you know, horrible. Well, my drink limit is right? usually four drinks. If I have more than four drinks, there's no telling what did I'm going to do. Did Dirty Diana come out? No, Dirty Diana comes song? out after two, <laughs> song, two drinks. <laughs> Dirty Diana comes out after two drinks. <laughs> after four, the whole other Diana. No, and then I really am off key. I'm sloppy. I think I'm a superstar, so I'm work, working the room. I'm just like, ah, I'm singing with you, and I think that I'm this, you know, yeah, it's a hot mess. Well, okay. at, least, four at, drinks. Least, at least you do it. I do not karaoke. But you're a great audience. But wait, we, yes, that's important. I love, I love going to karaoke. See, every, aces in their places. See, I need an yeah. audience. I don't like when I'm singing. Like, so when we go places that are like really brand new and there's nobody, that's for me is stressful. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be a crowd full of people than nobody. Yeah, yeah. Or one person. I can see right. that. So you're the same way. You can't sing. Yeah, it's just like a vibe. Is like, yeah. mm. Even like last night. I didn't do no songs last night. Really? I didn't do Did you go to McDonald's? I went to McDonald's. He was dead? Yeah. Aw. Are you going back tonight to take, take a look? <laughs> Are you going tonight, Jeanette? No. Camarillo. Oh. You like Camarillo? <gasps> oh, I'm jealous. Oh, me too. I love Camarillo. That's my next place. I don't place. know why, because it's like retirement city. So what, though? I mean, just the air, the weather. I went over there a couple weeks ago, and I needed There's to get some my cool toes. There's cool spots, though. Not, it, it literally, everything closes at like 8 o'clock. There's one You're or on two. on the weekends? Yeah. Yes. There's one place that we go to. It's called Manhattan's, and... We're literally pretty much the youngest people there. But it's really sweet. They're super cute. But you're cute. close to Oxnard. Cute. You're close to Ventura. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we don't go over there all the time. But um, so I went to go get a pedicure because I'm like, okay, I had things to do and I needed to get a pedicure. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to pick a spot that has availability. So I went and, it was, you know, I, like, I love people watching. It was, it was a lot of fun. But it's funny because you know how you go to get your pedicure and they offer you like the hot Yes. stones and the wax and I love all that they didn't have any of it and I'm like that's just so weird but like then, not even an option no but then I realized why because the, there was nobody there like without a walker <laughs> I am not but I'm not they kidding. don't like hot wax but they were so I think their skin is probably too sensitive as you get older your skin gets more sensitive <gasps> but it was really funny but I love people watching so you could tell like there was the the lady that was next to me she had her hair all done and her lipstick and her you know so she's walking around with a walker but she is done to the T yeah. and she had like her bright blue nails getting done and then you had the one be- beside her who you could just tell was super conservative always got the same color on her nails you know Nude. it was just really funny Nude. and they you know everybody it was like a cheers right they walked in yeah. and everybody knew them but I was like Everybody yeah. knows my name. But nothing Hilarious. stays open past nine o'clock in here. No, I didn't know that. I went to a batch. I mean, a rehearsal dinner out there for a wedding that was out at uh, Gary Ranch. Shout out to Gary Ranch. I really want to get a gig there again. Um, but yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, it's a it's a beautiful area. But yeah, it's there's I call it retirement city. You cutting us off? No, I didn't do I didn't do nothing. Time to go down to the lobby. Oh, because I have my hand on yeah. the button. And he's like, shut up, Diana. Is he, is he giving you the I don't know what y'all talking about right now. I actually, when y'all talking about the skin time. stuff, and I tuned out. Yeah. Or where did you go? He's know. like, I went to Camarillo, but I didn't I'm trying go to think there. about what I'm going to do tonight. You know you're going to karaoke. Damn, see, that's bad. See, I'm really going to stop. No, you're not. Because, no, I really am. Like, I already got my new Saturday spot. Like, if you enjoy it. No, because people be popping up because they know I'm going to be there. You have a new Saturday spot? I got a new Saturday spot, for sure, 100%. Is it at Valley? Oh, no, it's in in Willow Hills, 100%. On Saturday only? I think they do it it a few nights out of the week, but I just like Saturdays. Mm -hmm. Because there ain't nothing out out here to do on Saturdays. No. I mean, there is. It's just the same thing. But tomorrow I got a Kinsignetta, so... I mean, yeah, yes, tomorrow, Saturday. That's so cool. I won't be at karaoke tomorrow. You won't get drunk. Yeah. And that family free. is fun. Yeah, they, is it local? they true Mexicans. Like, they, <laughs> it's going, it's a true, yeah. Uh, is it local? Uh, Santa Clarita. So, oh, that's not bad. Yeah, up that's in Santa cool. Clarita. It's going to be some ranch out in Santa Clarita Hills. That's cool. Yeah, and my son is in it, so. Oh, that's yeah. nice. I kind of uh, saw the video of them yes, practicing. That was yeah, cute. So, yeah, for the last two weeks, uh, or not two weeks, sorry, for the last two months, they've been practicing every um, Saturday. And uh, and every practice was like a pre-Kinsignetta. Like, yeah. they have food, and they only drink tequila. So 
Such an ordeal. Shout out to Susie and Francisco if they're listening to my podcast. But they're a super dope couple. Um, they love to party, have fun. Um, but the, all they drink is tequila. Like, she gets you this, this, this tequila shot. I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's just tequila <laughs> shots all night long. <laughs> that's cool. But yeah, so that's what I'm doing tomorrow. I don't know what I'm doing tonight yet. It's okay. Mm. You'll figure it out, I'm sure. Of course I am. But if y'all want to know, he'll probably be at Madronos for karaoke. Damn. Doesn't get published till Monday, but maybe. Exactly. Oh, there you go. So next, next Friday. Next Friday. <laughs> next Friday. <laughs> I need me another spot. No, but we are about to be out of here. Um, thank you, Jeanette. We truly, truly, you. truly you appreciate you. Fun. I did. It was nice. Was it fun? You actually had something to say. We even went overtime. <laughs> See, I, know, I figured. See, he's like my big brother. We're starting to fight like brother and sister now. Are we? We bicker a lot. So good. Keeps the blood flowing. Well, yeah, we are in the elevator. We're going down back to the lobby. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you, Jeanette. Thank you, Diana. This is the One Life Podcast. Uh, reach out to me um, on IG at One Life Brand. Hit Diana up at Socialholic TV. Or again, you can do the call in number 747 999 8021. Again, 747 999 8021. How do we find you, or how do we get more information about Doubletree? Um, so you can call the number here is 661-265-1749 or you can go to Hilton.com and the Double Tree Palm. Love it. So it's the Hilton by, I it mean the Double Tree by, by Hilton. Hilton. In Palmdale. In Palmdale. Sweet. All right. Well, thank you again, Jeanette. Thank you. Chris. Appreciate you. And we are out of here. We are out. Peace out.